Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 25th of May, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. President Erdogan announced last week that he wouldn't allow Sweden and Finland to join NATO if they keep funding groups that Turkey has deemed as terrorist organizations. He talked to the leaders of the two countries over the phone and urged them to end their financial and political support for these organizations. He also said that he needed to see that Sweden and Finland were on the same page as Turkey before welcoming them as NATO allies. On that note, the head of the ruling Nationalist Movement Party, Devlet Becelli, said that NATO allies didn't take Turkey's safety concerns about Sweden and Finland joining NATO seriously. He added that if push came to shove, Turkey might consider leaving NATO, since the country would be fine without the organization. Speaking of organizations, the 2022 Meeting of the World Economic Forum, or the WEF, began on Sunday the 22nd, after a two-year halt because of the pandemic. Unsurprisingly, Turkey isn't attending the forum this year. Turkey hasn't been attending the WEF since 2009, after Erdogan's clash with Israel's then-president Perez. Erdogan became angry because of the applause Perez got for his claims on committing to world peace while staging military operations in Gaza. He accused Israel of killing children and added that everyone who had clapped after Perez's speech was approving of Israel's crimes against humanity. Erdogan stormed out of the forum saying, quote, I'll never come here again. Erdogan also voiced his opinion on Greece's prime minister. On Monday the 23rd, he said that, quote, Greece's prime minister Mitsotakis no longer exists for me. Following the statements Mitsotakis made in the Congress of the United States, Erdogan said that Greece and Turkey had agreed not to include third parties in their disputes. He accused Mitsotakis of violating this agreement and trying to block the United States' sale of fighter jets to Turkey. He added that he would never agree to meet with Mitsotakis again and would rather continue talks with, quote, honorable politicians. On that note about Erdogan, the president dismissed Jahid Ozkan from his position as the parliamentary group deputy chair of the ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP. His dismissal came after Ozkan's comments on how the United Arab Emirates, or UAE, surrendered to Turkey and how they couldn't make Turkey bow down to them after Erdogan's recent visits. Following Ozkan's comments, the spokesman for the AKP said Ozkan's statement didn't reflect the party's views. The AKP government and the Emirates haven't been on good terms since the 2016 coup attempt, as the government believed the UAE had funded it. However, the president announced last year that they were improving the relationship between the two countries. He added that he would believe the UAE would make a big investment in Turkey. He's been in talks with the UAE ever since. Many people accused the AKP of overlooking serious issues between Turkey and the UAE and of compromising the government's integrity by establishing relations with the country's enemies for profit. In other news, on Saturday the 21st, the Republican People's Party, best known as CHP, had a large demonstration in Istanbul, with around 500,000 people attending. The head of the CHP, Kemal Kılıçdaroğlu, talked about the economic crisis, the Gezi convicts, Kaftan Giyalu's jail sentence, among other social, economic, and political problems that the country is currently facing. He also added that Turkey was ready for a change of government. The CHP ended the demonstration singing a famous folk song called Bandits Do Not Become Rulers of the World, referring to the current ruling authorities. Following the speech Khalid Darulu gave in the demonstration, many people wondered if he was hinting at his candidacy for a president in the elections. 
recalled that the nation's alliance that the CHP is a part of hasn't announced their presidential candidate yet. Kalich Dawarlu said that the alliance hadn't discussed his candidacy at all. He added that people shouldn't be focusing on who would become the alliance's presidential candidate, but on changing the government's one-man regime. Moreover, before the demonstration, the United States Embassy advised U.S. citizens in Turkey to avoid crowds around the demonstration area, saying the Turkish National Police usually used water cannons and tear gas to control crowds at protests. Following the embassy's announcement, the Turkish General Directorate of Security also issued an alert on their social media as retaliation. The directorate advised Turkish citizens in the states to avoid demonstrations in the U.S., as the police in the states tend to get violent when trying to disperse protests. Let's move on to some economic news. The Turkish lira continues to lose value against the dollar. The lira has fallen to its lowest since December 2021, with an exchange rate of a little bit over 16 liras per dollar. Earlier in April, the cost of public transportation increased by 40% in Istanbul. The representatives of the ruling People's Alliance in the Transportation Coordination Center, best known as UKOME, voted to keep the student fees out of this price hike. However, the mayor of Istanbul rejected UKOME's decision as the municipality needed the funds to keep public transportation in full operation following the recent increase in oil prices. This week, the UKOME overruled the Istanbul municipality's decision to increase the student fees. Currently, the monthly student transportation fee is 78 Turkish liras, around 5 US dollars, and a single ticket is a little over 2.5 liras, around 20 cents. Chaikur, one of the leading tea producing companies in Turkey, announced a price hike of almost 50% in tea products. The price hike came after the president announced a 70% increase in the sale price of fresh tea from farmers. Drinking black tea is an important part of Turkish culture, and many households go through large bags of tea a week. Many people said that this price hike was turning a daily routine into a luxury. Moving on, there have been several reports of forest fires in Antalya, Hatay, and Izmir for the past week. Fortunately, firefighters managed to put out the fires before they got out of hand. However, experts mentioned that Turkey still didn't have the necessary equipment to fight large-scale fires and that the government needed to address this urgently. Now on to some good news. The Minister of Health announced that on Sunday the 22nd, there were only 900 new COVID-19 cases. He reminded everyone that if the daily cases remain under 1,000 for three consecutive days, mask mandates in public transportation will be lifted. The Foundation for Environmental Education, a nonprofit organization that oversees the quality of beaches, awarded 13 new blue flags to beaches in Turkey this year. The foundation awards blue flag certifications to the cleanest beaches in the world. Currently, Turkey has over 530 blue flag beaches, making it the third highest country with the number of blue flag certifications. Additionally, Turkey's automobile joint venture group, best known as TOG, announced that Turkey's first fully domestic electric car will be on the road in March 2023. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Want to help us out? Hit the subscribe button and tell your friends about us. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at rorschachturkey. Hasakalin! <laughs>